0: Welcome back, fans and friends, to The Whore Next Door, and to my new friends, thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Molly Stewart, and I'm here to practice my social skills and dive into the minds of the talented and creative people I am lucky enough to talk to. If you haven't already, please give the show some love. Leave a comment, download an episode, or share with a friend. Word of mouth helps this little podcast grow. You can follow me on YouTube for full video episodes at youtube.com slash chats. Just hit that notification bell so you never miss an episode. You can also follow the podcast Instagram and Twitter at TWNDpodcast. For questions, comments, music, art, and other submissions, email twndpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Now let's get into the show. Welcome back everyone to The Whore Next Door. I'm Molly, and if you don't know that by now, well, that's who I am. So, uh, it's going to be a solo episode today. Um, unfortunately, I was supposed to have a guest, but there was a cancellation, and now I don't have an episode. So I'm going to do it myself, and it's going to be super fun. I figure that this is kind of like... um of my cam streams, but I'm fully wearing clothes. Uh, So I'm just going to smoke a little bit and chill and pretend that I'm live streaming more or less because essentially camming, right, is you sitting in front of a camera and a microphone like I'm doing right now and talking to it and giving the illusion of having active conversation with people despite latency, all the lag, all this fun stuff, so hey, there's no there's no lag here, so that's cool. So I'm going to light this up because I'm in some kind of mood, and I'm going to start this off right now by letting you all know that I'm PMSing. Now, for those men out there who don't understand what PMSing is, that does not mean that I currently have blood coming from my snatch. No. PMS is the week leading up to the blood moon. okay? It's not we have hormones flying around like crazy. Yesterday I was like, damn, I'm overwhelmed by absolutely everything. Everything is garbage. I want to to explode, why? And then I thought in my brain and I thought, check that little app that tells you, I bet you're a week out and guess what? Yesterday was a week out, so at least I'm getting better at recognizing the internal clock of insanity that is being a woman on a month-to-month basis. So be glad that you guys don't have to feel sad and depressed about everything and bleed from your dick once a month. So that's all I'm saying, appreciate us. This is also gonna be freaking weird too because the difference with camming also is that you have people to kind of like talk back off of, now whether that's just people commenting on what you're saying or having their own stories, having their own questions and all this kind of stuff. And that's why I've been asking you guys for fan interaction on this podcast. I just spilled bang energy on my pants. So for those who are watching, I don't know why I thought to record myself right now. You can see that also as a result of PMS, I have acne covering my entire face. Did I do my makeup? No, I talked about this on a stream. And it's because if I don't have to wear makeup, I don't, I hate it. It's such a waste of time. It takes so much time. And a few hours after wearing it, I want to claw off my entire face because it itches, it's uncomfortable, it gets cakey, it's weird. And it's like, oh, you're 30 years old. Let's put on some foundation and see how many fine lines we can find in your face and make them look like craters. So craters is not the correct term. Canyons, the Grand Canyon smile lines on my face. Anyway. I don't remember what I was saying. I'm in such a bad mood. I feel like though, I don't know if you guys relate to this at all, but I feel like when I'm in a bad mood, I just need to rant about things. I don't necessarily have to like, (laughs) I don't necessarily have to have anyone in mind that I'm ranting about or any one thing in particular, but dear God, it gets on. And this month has just been a lot. But there's so many fun things coming. Um, <clears throat> I've had so many wonderful guests this year, which has been super awesome. And I guess since this is being early, like released in December, I can kind of speak to how this podcast has gone this year. So um, for those of you who are new to the podcast, uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to realize that because I advertise it as TWND podcast to protect against, like, censorship and things like that on Instagram. A lot of people don't know what the name of this podcast is called. It's called The Whore Next Door. Um, it came basically as a, a joke on cam. Um, I don't remember what happened. I was, like, describing something about myself and my life, and especially after I moved into this new home, and I have all these old neighbors, and it's like, oh, they don't know I'm a whore in here. And then I ended up getting caught, um, not necessarily by one of my neighbors, but someone visiting them saw so me masturbating through an open window that I currently at the time did not have blinds for as I was full masturbating in front of a camera and a giant ring light just blanketing my body. There was nothing that they didn't see. I'm sure they could have seen from my butthole all the way through my mouth if they tried hard enough. That's how fucking bright it was. Anyway, so can- <laughs> oh, sorry, I don't mean to laugh so close. I'm so obnoxious. Have you guys ever noticed how? I've noticed it a lot more since I've started actually rambling and talking a lot on podcasts. I'm just like Jesus Christ! How have you guys been listening to me for so long? I can't even tell myself. Anyway, um, so it was it was kind of a joke, and I thought oh, it would be fun um, to just test run a podcast because I love listening to podcasts. There's so many good ones um, that kind of got me into what I'm doing now. Um, not sure if this is weird or not, but the podcasts that I listen to the most are. Um, <laughs> Pretty much the YMH, all that, all that family. I love Two Bears. Um, I love your mom's house, of course. Uh, the Josh Potter show, where my mom's at. I listen to all of it, and I just feel like I started listening to podcasts during a time of my life that uh, it was not so good. I was in a dark place, and I know that a lot of people like to say these things like, "Oh, you got me through all this stuff," but really they did. It came It came at a time that I don't really know how to talk to people. I'm not very good at it. I don't have much of a filter. I, I, I'm always constantly overthinking what I'm saying and how it's going to be perceived by people. Um, and then to the point of wanting to just be like, oh, I don't give a f-. I'm just going to say, you know, whatever I want. But not, not everybody takes things that way. Um, not everybody sees the world that way. And it, it kind of, listening to other podcasts kind of made me feel like I was part of a conversation, even though obviously it wasn't. Um, but you're kind of listening and to somebody else having a conversation. And I feel, if anything, that kind of helped me be able to have more meaningful um, and broad conversations with people. Um, you know, being a cam model is not like... It, it, it's like any type of streaming, like whether a YouTube... Uh, streamer like twitch or whatever you're kind of like you're conversing but it's more like you're reacting to the things that are being said to you or typed to you that type of stuff you know it's not a lot of in-person interaction and honestly streaming can be a very lonely isolating job and for me it definitely was um and I know I've talked about that ad, ad nauseum, so I'm not, I'm not going to continue on with it. But coming back to podcasts, I think that's um, one of the reasons that after I did my little test run episode with Marie, if you guys haven't listened to it, episode one, um, the accident that became a podcast, um, and just having the conversation and being able to go back in and, and edit something myself and like being like, oh, this was actually a much more interesting conversation than I even thought it was you know, being in the conversation at the time. And I think that it's given me a pretty cool opportunity um, to be able to go back through the episodes um, that I have to date and kind of re-explore these conversations with people because, man, conversation is hard. You have to not only be invested, right, in what the other person is saying, but you have to... You have to also have something to add to that conversation, you know, or to that story, or like something relatable for them to feedback off of. Otherwise, the conversation dies, and it was just a story, not a conversation. So it's it's you know holding on to thoughts. For instance, um, you know, sometimes I'll be having conversations with someone, and they they bring up something, or they're at a point in their story, and my brain goes, "Oh, tell them about this," but you also can't interrupt them. <laughs> But then you have to hold on to that thought and five more thoughts that pop up based on what they're saying. And by the time you're done with it, you don't know if you got back to the original point or where it goes. And so being able to kind of look at that as a viewer and be like, oh, there was so much more here than I thought there was at the time and it was actually a really well-rounded conversation but also brings back those same thoughts that maybe I didn't get out the first time and I'm like well here's something to talk to them about next time or even just when I see them not necessarily on a podcast and it also gives ideas and like better groundwork to continue having those meaningful conversations with people which I find very fascinating and I think that people in general are just so interesting everyone is so unique everyone has a different story everyone has different experiences but at the end of the day I think that with every single person that I've had on I found points where we relate to each other in one way or another even though we're vastly different people and I think that just gives a, gives more appreciation for people on a whole especially as someone who hasn't always had the most like stellar relationships, friendships, or experiences with people in general, um, it's made me realize that, you know, you know, not everybody's, not everybody's a piece of shit. Some people are pieces of shit. And sometimes I'm a piece of shit. We all are at some point, but I think that there's, there's definitely more that connects us than disconnects us. And I think that a lot of people forget that, you know, um, for instance, on the on the episode that I that I had with Allie and Charlize, I believe it was episode one that we discussed, it, episode seventeen, part one, whatever. I don't fucking know. Um, we we're talking about how you need so many different people in your life because we are multifaceted creatures. We need so many different things to fulfill us and to to lead us to a point that we feel satisfied. And you know, when you're when you're either not going out at all and you know only experiencing yourself or maybe a very limited number of people it is that very narrow scope and way of thinking and way of feeling and assessing and handling situations and I think it's kind of like been a bit of exposure therapy for me (laughs) which I told my therapist which she kind of agrees because I'm terrified of fucking talking to people face to face this is fucking nothing I don't fucking know you you're a camera go fuck yourself, camera, you know what I'm saying? But um, just continuing to do something that scares you or that instills some sort of anticipation or even anxiety. I think that there is something to be said for having a healthy level of anxiety and worry about certain things, but it's about managing that and managing expectations and kind of allowing yourself... So, David, you—you <laughs> you don't have to cut this out. Um, please don't. Um, I didn't turn on the microphone. <laughs> Granted. Excuse me, it is on. It's been on this whole time. I've been listening to my voice, but you know what I wasn't doing? <sighs> Recording. It sounded so good in my headphones. Um... <sighs> so, exposure <laughs> therapy. Continuing to do things that scare you and realizing that people make mistakes. And let me try this. It's okay to make mistakes. We can use them as a learning opportunity for the future. And we can always try again. I'm a piece of shit. Alright, so, um... I don't fucking know how long I talked at all without a microphone. (laughs) I feel like maybe I got some good stuff out. Um, Maybe. Jesus Christ. Alright, so I'm gonna be festive and I'm gonna put on this hat. And you might think, oh, it's a Christmas hat. No. Today, this is a fucking dunce cap. Alright, so... (laughs) Anyway, I don't, I don't remember exactly where I left off because I, 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 I was like, oh, I'm going to check the time and see how long that I've been speaking for because it feels like a long time because I started rambling, which I tend to do, and I'll just see how long this has been going and it hadn't been going for any time. Not only do I look like this, this is also broken. This is a fun... This is a fun ride that we're having. Anyway, all right. So as I was saying, exposure therapy. I think it, I think it, but I do think it is important um, to basically set yourself up in those experiences and to manage expectations of of how things are going to be. Like I expected, for instance, to be recording the first part of this on a microphone. But I didn't. However, seeing the positive I see the light on the GoPro blinking. So that has been recording. So, I mean, at least I did something because I had a moment of panic where I was like, well, what have I done? Oh, my God. David, I wish sometimes that you could just be there on the couch. I have a couch that you guys can't see, but it's a small little couch. And you could just sit there and be like, hey, have you fucking started recording the microphone? You dumb bitch. Anyway, so I keep doing it, and it's it's one of those things that even at first, because I'm something of a perfectionist, which um, means that I want everything to immediately be working and amazing and perfect all the time from the get-go, even something that I've never fucking done before. Um, I think that's often been one of my problems is starting things and not finishing them um, because immediately I I get sucked into this idea that it's not good enough or that I messed it up and it's never going to get better than this and it's not gonna it's not gonna be able to change and I had moments of that actually starting off with the podcast where um, I mean I don't even know how many people listen now Honestly, I try not to obsess over stats like I did because it was unhealthy. It was similar to how I ran my webcam back in the day. Just very, very competitive and over-analytical for no reason whatsoever. And just causing self-imposed stress. Because if I am not rolling around with all of the stressing and anxiety inside, what, am I even alive? (laughs) I don't know. But, um, so I try to turn that off a bit and just... Remember why I started doing the podcast, which I think I've mentioned before and what I've definitely talked about at length here today um, is just to talk to people because it's not something that I have a lot of experience with. And when I think you know, in terms of the podcast itself and what I'm doing here versus, you know, how many people are listening to it or, you know, who's commenting or liking or whatever. None of none of this stuff matters. This stuff matters for things perhaps like, you know, my main hustle. But for for something like this, it's more of just like this passion and little brain baby that i i came up with that i'm like let me just do this thing and see how it goes and having those conversations and those experiences with people and being able to meet new people um some that i've never even met until they're here at my table talking to me um i have made some amazing connections with people it grown some beautiful friendships and reconnected with old uh I don't know. I don't want to say old friends. Like some old friends, some old colleagues. Like it, just so many, such a wide variety of people that have like come and gone from my little podcast table. And I don't, I don't regret any of those experiences. Um, and I think that when you can look at something that you're doing um, and is and only go by your own criticism of it, then. It's it, it can be really rewarding, and I I think that this has been a really fun learning experience for me, and it's something that, regardless of who's going to listen to it, I'll still keep doing it, because, as I said earlier, I like to go back through and, and re-listen to those conversations and re-experience them, and it's like, it, it even brings back, you know, things that I was thinking, like I said, during that time that I can bring up again to those same people, Um And I think that it just gives a whole new light to people that I already did know or people that I thought I knew from social media. So um, it's been a really fun experience. So for those who are new, thank you. Um, Please consider liking and subscribing. It would be super cool. But if not, I totally get it. And to everyone who has already been listening and continues to listen you guys are fucking awesome and i appreciate you so um if you guys want to help with things like this for instance like having cancellations that i have to make up solo episodes for i really appreciate emails um you can leave voice messages on anchor.fm twnd um those are really fun to listen to i i have an upcoming episode uh where i brought back charlise and we actually listened to some of the voicemails so um Definitely leave voice messages. They're super fun and we can put you right into the show, which is super cool. It's like more interactive than the other job. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's been really fun. And so on that note, since I have been talking for I don't even fucking know how long I thought I could read some of the emails. Super exciting. I wish I knew how long I had talked without a microphone because anyway i'm not gonna i'm not gonna obsess over it it's gonna be fine Just fine all right fuck i look ridiculous okay (laughs) anyway pajama party with molly all right this is not even what i was looking for i started just scrolling things on my phone a little bit stoned all right um, but, well, so we have, um, Deontay, uh, is that how you say your name? I don't know. D-E-O-N-T-E, Deonte. All right. So he has like a few and because I haven't been getting as many, uh, emails or voicemails, I'm just going to go through as many of them as I, as I have that I feel like answering that aren't completely dumb. So... Alright, so we have, why do women view video games as childish? I think that it's not just women who find video games childish, and obviously all women don't find video games childish. Coming from someone who actively plays video games, and I'm 30, and have always played video games, I don't find them childish. Uh, I think that there are childish video games. Surely. But then on the same note, as well, perhaps video games are childish. However, I think that the older people get, right, the more they forget how to have fun. Because it's like there's this idea that once you reach a certain age or a certain status in life or whatever, you have to be like this one way. You have to be... You have to be so proper. You have to only do these things. Only things that are that are important for adulthood. But those people are fucking miserable. So I do everything that I need to do for adulthood. I, I pay my bills. I work obsessively. <laughs> I, I exercise. I, I do so many different things that you're supposed to do. And I also do the fun stuff because you have to remember how to have fun. I think people get miserable because there's just this idea of what you're supposed to be versus the person that you either a want to be or be the person that you actually are. And like, I think that everyone is like, not everyone, but there are going to be people from every walk of life, every, every gender, you know, everywhere. Define video games childish. <laughs> Just like some people would find other things weird. Like, some people don't like dogs. Can you fucking believe that? Some people don't like dogs. And they're like, ew, why would you ever have a dog? So those people exist, too. I think that it's like, it, it comes back to that whole multifaceted people, you know? And it, to generalize and say that women find video games childish is fucking stupid. Because I don't know if you've seen... If you've never seen a girl play a video game before, or you're writing into my podcast, which means you know of me, but you don't know that I play video games I talk about all the time. (laughs) So I don't know. Some people may find video games childish, and that's fine, but then just don't play them. But I think that those people have lost a bit of their inner child. And I always hope to keep a peace of mind because I think that... What's fascinating about kids and, like, even just thinking back to my own childhood is, like, it's so cool. Like, everything. Everything is new. Everything is exciting. Everything is a new experience. And there's so much magic in the world. And the older you get, and the more experiences you have that aren't so new and shiny anymore – and when you start to see the negative things and the bad things start to happen and the world starts weighing down on you, you just start to push down the part of you that lets you experience, like, joy and magic like children do. And I, I think, yeah, perhaps that's part of growing up, but I think that losing that entirely just makes you a very jaded person. So, I don't know. I think that we should all have like you know some of those you know childish notions in our heads whether it's playing a video game or you know having hot chocolate instead of a coffee or like like any little thing like what are you know there's a good thing like what are things that you guys miss about childhood like about you know not having you know to worry about the status quo or your nine to five job or any job that you have whether you're self-employed oh don't even get me started on being self-employed it's the best and the worst at the same time. Cause you're your own boss. Everything falls on you, you know, it goes back to that whole separating self from job and, and all that. But I think there's, you know, <laughs> like when you're a kid, like here's, here's something that I can just think of. So for me, I've always, you know, always was very into reading and books and, you know, I, <laughs> there was no cell phones. Like, I didn't have fucking cell phones. I would go under my blankets pull the blanket up over my head and book like a tent have my little flashlight that i would steal from my dad's tool bag i wasn't supposed to have it because you're supposed to go to bed because it's fucking nighttime. but you're a kid you're like oh my god i'm so sneaky i'm fucking reading books until oh midnight and then you pass out and it's like little things like that now if i wanted to fucking read a book i i'm an adult and i own my house i can just read a book anytime any time of day anywhere that i want and i don't have to put a blanket over my head and hold a flashlight late at night. <laughs> like, but it, but it's those little things. And, and I, I remember that cause I did it so many nights. So I think that it's, it's important to remember, you know, that you need to have so many different things surrounding you and so many different experiences to make you whole, but you still have to like appreciate you know, the little things in life the way that we did when it was all new and exciting. Because, you know, for for all of, you know, you know, politics or the, the social economy or any of that stuff that goes on, it's like all of that is kind of surface level and it doesn't really matter as much as people give value to it. I'm not saying that, that it doesn't matter at all, but I'm saying that there's definitely been like a crazy escalation of opinion screaming, you know, in one way or another and feeling like you have to belong to a side or, you know, sell yourself to an opinion or a belief. And none of that really matters that much. You know, what matters is, you know, the sun, like it's so sunny outside right now. I kind of want to just stop this and go outside. But I mean, I do have to work. But it's, it's knowing that, that after this, I will go outside with the last remaining sunlight, and I will just sit out there, and I will soak it up, and I will not have my phone, I will not have music, and I will have five minutes in the sun, and that is what I have. And it's taking time to appreciate those little moments, and still trying to find some of the magic in the reality that we have to live in. So, what was I talking about? I'm stoned. Anyway, video games. <laughs> all right so um i don't i also don't want to go too long-winded on this is why i kind of wish that i knew how long i had recorded that for nobody's watching this anymore it's just me fucking talking to a camera without my boobs showing what am i doing okay Mm. let me see if we have a different email um do you know i Why do you think the media thinks ex-adult stars wouldn't be good parents? People pose that point a lot. And I don't know. I think that there's a lot of people who aren't in the adult industry who are actively poor parents. And I don't mean poor financially. I mean, just they're bad at it. It's like, <laughs> I think that's somebody's ability to bring life into this world and then raise it in a way that's positive. Um isn't dependent on their profession; it's dependent on the person themselves. Um, but I know that there's there's a lot of stigma. Of course, it surrounds this job, and I've talked about it so much. Like it's exhausting. I've just you know talked about it over the years, but it doesn't you know it doesn't matter because I'm still doing the job. You know, people are still doing the job. They've always done the job. They'll continue to do the job, and people will be mad about it. And then they won't. And then they will. And then they won't. And who gives a shit, honestly? Who cares what the media says about, you know, ex-adult stars or current adult stars not being able to be parents. If, if someone, if someone is happy, healthy, making money, not harming other people, they bring a life into the world. They raise it, they love it, they nurture it, and they push it forward out into the world to do other great and amazing things. Who cares who cares what the parent does you just be a good person just don't be a piece of shit love your kid make sure that your kid knows that they're loved you know and you know there's i'm sure that you know because there's so many stigma. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> cut that out david As someone who always loves new technology, one question that I have is, why can't tech be cute? But then I discovered Kawaii Lighting, and I realized that it actually can be, and it is, at KawaiiLighting.com. These aren't basic ring lights. They stand out. So whether you're looking for RGB to make a statement or want to do something extra cute, like with their cat, heart, or star-shaped lights, KawaiiLighting.com has you covered. Get one for yourself. Get one for the cute streamer in your life. Whoever you get one for, use code TWND at checkout or click the affiliate link in the description to let them know I sent you. Now, back to the show. Or leave it in. I don't know. That was aggressive. That hurt my chest. Okay. Anyway. Fucking Christ. I don't, um... That threw me for a loop. What was I saying? Um... Hmm. Parents' ability, I don't know. Just raise the fucking kid. I don't fucking know. Like, who cares? Who cares what the media says? The, the media sucks. Every, everybody sucks. People suck. Okay? There's a lot of people in this world, and, you know, a majority of them, they suck relative to who you are as a person. You know, someone that I think might suck, somebody else thinks is fucking great. And I know that for a fact. So, who cares? Like, just live your life. I don't, everybody just wants to be you know, so hypercritical of everybody else's life choices, but you turn the mirror on them and it's like, oh, don't look at me. Everybody has some shit. Everybody has some shit. Everybody has some trauma. Everyone has, you know, bad experiences, good experiences. Everyone, people are different, but not, you know, not everybody's lifestyle is going to be compatible and similar and understood by everyone else there's too many fucking people and we're you know all more or less in some way or another individualistic and like who gives a shit honestly i'm so i'm so overtired of the conversation of media with the adult industry because it's like no matter what is said it it hasn't really changed you know what i mean i mean maybe here and there it has but mm, I don't. I don't really think it has, and I think that in some in some strange way, I th- I kind of find value to the fact that not everybody approves of my line of work that isn't a podcast, um, because you know it's oversaturation in the market. You know, if everybody did what I did, I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't have any value. Um, you know, it's like. <sighs> For, you know, girls, for instance, you know, post maybe the same thoughty ish type pictures as I do or whatever, and then have a problem with what I do for work, which is mostly licking other women's vaginas. Like, you don't gotta be worried about me stealing your man. Your man gotta be worried about me stealing you, sweet cheeks. So, that's all I'm saying. Like, I just don't, like, but then they want to complain about guys sending them dick pics. Honey. (laughs) You ain't seen dick pics till you've been doing this job for almost 10 years, okay? So don't even complain to me about dick pics. I have taken a load of dick pics out of your realm. Like so many, so many penises. I am completely desensitized to to, to pictures of cocks. Like it, it doesn't even bother me. I was like, oh, another one. slightly different than the last one, but not really. One consistency among dick pics, though, and I cannot stress this enough. Oh, God. Just shave. Fucking shave. Please, can someone put me in touch with Manscaped? Manscaped, if you're listening, the amount of times that I have talked on this show, Manscaped, about your product and about the fact that most men do not know how to groom the musty rainforest of pubes that makes their five inch dick look two inches um please sponsor this show and let's get some men shaving their fucking balls out there because it is ridiculous like i am expected right to have like this pristine looking snatch there's like make sure it's nice and you don't have Oh, and make sure it's uh, oiled and fucking smooth and fucking oh and it has to smell good all the time and you can like never have a period you have to like pretend that you don't have a fucking no shave just shave if it, like if you're sending a if you're sending a photo to a woman or anyone even if you're sending it to a dude if you're sending it to anyone sh- just shave a little bit like there's zero reason that I can think of that your pubes should look like this hat Because that's what your cock looks like. Okay? Like, it's... Can we just not? Okay. Maybe I should put this back on. My hair probably looks really bad. What am I talking about? My entire face looks bad. I'm covered in acne. All right. Let's see if we can move on to the next one because this is already getting a little long in the tooth. (laughs) Oh, bored. Oh, there was one that I saw that annoyed me. And so I did remember that I wanted to get to that one. You see Where is this? Because <clears throat> this is a problem that I have all the time with people. Let's mm-hmm. have to find it. All right. Hello, Olaf. You son of All right. Dear Miss Molly, If you can give me your time, I would be grateful. I have a topic for you. Catfish, what would you think about it? I lost 40,000 euros because you didn't protect your photos. Can you imagine this loss? You could write a topic about this. So I'm not going to write a topic, Olaf, but I will discuss and elaborate on a topic of fucking catfishes. And then messages like this that are passive-aggressively accusatory of me being the cause of you losing money because you didn't do your research yet. Hear me out. You knew me enough as an entity to find my pot... N- not my work email. My podcast email. And write into the podcast. Okay. That you got catfished. Men. Men. I have said this so many times. I have listed my social media, David. My Instagram, as follows. At this redhead is SFW. And the backup. At naked N-E-K-K-I-D neighbor. And twnd podcast. Those are my Instagrams. My Twitter, you know, it, it, it's call me Miss Molly. It's it's all out there. It's all it's it. I have verification highlights on Instagram saying that it's mine. And then you guys go and you think with your peepee. All right. You're not thinking with big brain. You need to think with big brain, not small brain. Feel me? Because you go and get catfished. Buy accounts that have like a hundred followers maybe a thousand and you, you you need an Molly Stewart right so you google that my Instagram comes up with over half a million followers and you go oh yes <laughs> Yes, this this uh this interpretation of Molly with really bad grammar, who's only just like asking me for money and saying that they're in love with me. That's clearly the actual Molly. <laughs> she wouldn't message me from her her large public Instagram. Are you insane? Are you fucking insane? Oh, my God. <sighs> Y'all need to start realizing. All right. Post not clarity. Game changer. I even do it. It, You know, if if you get too stressed out about something or you're just overthinking something, You just before you make big life choices, and I do this, rub one out, please, for the love of God, and then you won't have to get scammed, and you could realize you could actually be talking to me on my platforms, but also fucking realize that I have a boyfriend, for one. I'm not going to marry any of you. I'm not going to date you. I'm not going to fuck you. I'm not an escort. I am an internet stripper okay. I make prawn and I'm not going to do nothing with you and I'm sorry. And that's just the way it goes, but just do your fucking research. And, and for so many people, like, I don't feel bad for you. I'm sorry. Not sorry. I don't feel bad that you got scammed. Like there it's happened so much and I get blamed for it so much. Do you think that I can go and control, um, Do you think that I can go and control every photo of me taken over the past decade that's been posted on the internet and just scrub all of that? Are you crazy? Are you a crazy person? Yes. Yes, you are actually a crazy person, especially if you sent that amount of money to someone um, that (laughs) didn't have anything verified. For instance, my OnlyFans is verified. So... That's me. You guys want to bitch about me not getting verified on Instagram? Sorry. Instagram doesn't fucking like people who do my line of work. I don't know what to tell you. All you got to do is just use big brain for like two seconds and then you can use small brain. And if you want to jerk off me, that is totally fine. And that's your prerogative. You are more than welcome to do so. But if you don't do your research and you get scammed, I miss the part where that's my problem. I have taken every step possible to ensure that my, my public social media is available and comes up first in searches to help you guys out. That's as far as I can do. I'm busy. I have a lot of shit going on. That's why I look like this. And I'm recording a fucking podcast right now because I have 50 other things to do when I'm done with this. So that's all I ask. Use your brain and don't blame me. So that's what I think about catfishes. And I think that I don't have sympathy if you get catfished. Okay. Well, this has been fun. But there's no other emails. So um, if you guys would like next time this happens or stuff that I can um, discuss with future guests as well. Um, I'm open to topics that you guys would like me to discuss or rant about. If you guys have advice, um questions like you want advice from me i mean you could give me advice but i mean i probably won't take it but if you want me to give you advice i'm really good at giving advice to people who aren't me so um yeah um uh that's it i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna go do other stuff now so once again thank you for listening thank you for watching subscribing liking sharing doing all that good fun stuff and i will see you guys next week